we are back. It's just Tony and Trish. So we... Hey, guys. We as a show are here. <laughs> Hi guys. We as a team... Not here. Not as here. No. Everybody but, else bailed. Yeah. Bailed all, hard. Yeah. They're all losers. I mean, like, John, <laughs> legitimately busy. Yeah, John. Eric, legitimately busy. Zach? Zach, not busy. I talked no. to him today. Um, he's watching college football. Uh. Yeah. Coastal is playing Kansas. It's just that more, was, more was, important than the show, I guess. That was must-see television, <laughs> I guess. Coastal Carolina versus Kansas. Mm. Kansas is getting clapped right now because <laughs> Kansas is not good at football, and Coastal Carolina is. That will happen. Yeah. I. Does he at least have a bet on the game? I, oh, most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. After everything he was betting last night? Yeah. Because he was betting. I, I thought I was betting everything. He was betting everything. Overs, oh yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted night. to tell you about this. My brother recently started sports betting. He's uh, now 21, so he's allowed to sports bet in the state of New Jersey. Um, I think and that's basically the law everywhere. Is it every state where has allowed sports betting? I'm pretty sure it's 21 everywhere. Oh, okay, so age of legal 21. sports yeah. betting, yeah. Um, and he wanted so badly to bet on Dallas last night. And I looked at him and I said, it was the Spread first. bet or straight? No, he because wanted to bet them straight. They as, were plus 375 at the time. It was a live bet. It was <laughs> just after Dallas had tied the game. So Dak was looking good. Yeah. The, de- the offense was looking great. The defense wasn't looking that good. But it was still the first quarter. There was still a good amount of time left. And he's like, oh, you know, Dallas is plus 375. Why wouldn't I throw a bet? I was like, dude, they're not going to win this game. He's like, why won't they yeah, win this game? I'm like, did. no, they're not going Granted, to win this game. He did, look, he did look good after Ryan Suckup made that field goal to win the game. But there was a time where it's like, <laughs> Dallas might win this game. And No, not when your uh, kicker is missing field goals from like two yards well, away. Well, he did. He okay. shanked that 20, what was it, 25-yard, 31. 31. 31. Shanked it, and then he missed that sixty-yard field goal, which I don't really blame him for that. It's no, sixty-yard 60, 60 yards is a lot. And then he missed, also missed that extra point. But there yep. was a time because I was watching the lines as the game went, and I think it was when Tampa Bay was at like the twenty-yard line, and they were up by two. This was the about, interception. No, this was the fumble in the end zone by. The fumble right outside the end zone by Chris Godwin that rolled into the that end zone. That pissed me off so bad because I, I had Godwin I had the on Bucks, my fantasy. I had the Bucks minus six and a half. I was very upset at the oh, time. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, when I saw that, right before that fumble, the Cowboys were plus 700 to win the game. And they walked down the field like it was nothing, kicked that field goal to take the lead with a minute 20 left. Yeah, they did. But they gave. Right before that kickoff. Right before it. Right after the Cowboys had taken a two-point lead or one-point lead, and there was a minute twenty left, and Tampa only had one timeout. Mm-hmm. The Tampa uh, did Bay they Buccaneers, have a timeout? Yeah, they had one. Okay. It came in very, very handy in that drive. But so they had one timeout, and even with all that, the Buccaneers were still favored. Favored. Yes. You Which gave Tom Brady the ball with like, a minute 20 left. That is more than enough time for him. The At the end of the game, they ran three plays with, what was it, 12 seconds left on the clock? Yeah, I mean, the end of the game, it was weird. Because 
They were in an interesting state of limbo. They were at the, like the 15. They were like the 20. Was it the 20? So it, it, it 20, was, like 18, 17, around there. They were right in there. But, and they were, they were close enough that they could go for it. But the smart money was just kick the field goal and win the game. Yeah, I. it came down to you can't just spike the ball. Yep. Because it's not going to take enough time off the clock. Mm. You can't risk running a play because you have no timeouts. You might not be able to get back to the line and spike it. Tom was just... So Tom Brady took three dropbacks <laughs> and threw three balls close enough to the receiver but out of bounds that it wasn't intentional grounding, although I'm pretty sure two of those should have been called intentional grounding. <laughs> and then Ryan Suckup hits the field goal to win the game. It was very close. I mean... The game wasn't like it wasn't pretty by any means. There was a lot of drops on each side. Mike Evans didn't look great. He dropped a few balls. Ah, it's early in the season. Yeah, and clock management didn't look great. There's no situation I know Bruce Arians wants to go into the last two minutes of the game with only one timeout. Yeah. That is not ideal. Like you look at the play where there was holding or was a false start on Tristan Wirfs and they had to use their ten they had to either take the timeout or use a ten second runoff. And that's where the timeout came in handy because, I mean, you don't – looking back on it, they had would have still had enough time to walk down the field and score that field goal, kick that field goal. But you don't know that at that time. And so they call the timeouts to the take in the 10-second runoff. It's crazy. It was a good game. It was a good game. 31-29. It's a close game. I like close games. Dak looked good. Yeah, he did. Dak looked really good. Dude, Dak is legit. There's no – I mean, even after he hadn't played a snap of – Competitive football, whether it be preseason, regular season, nothing since week four of last year, mm-hmm. and he looked like he looked like he didn't miss a beat. The first drive there was some hiccups. He wasn't stepping into throws as much. Didn't look insanely comfortable in the pocket. I'd say for about the first ten minutes of the game. After that, it was like nothing. When he ever went happened. on, once he scored that touchdown, he was a lot looser. Oh yeah, and the first couple drives, you know, he's skipping throws, coming up a little short on some passes, but once he settled in... It, you he, could tell. He just looked like Dak. Yeah, you could tell. He he got comfortable, and then he was just playing his game. Something that both of these teams need to be commended on is their O-lines. Both yeah. teams have phenomenal O-lines. Well, Dallas took a hit today. Leo Collins suspended five games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drugs program. Oh, really? Yeah, they're starting, I think it's right tackle, out five games now. Mm. That's going to hurt. That is. But in that game last night... Both of those O-lines looked fantastic. They Both quarterbacks, in my opinion, had plenty time to make decisions and throw the ball down the field. You take a look at the way that game is played, too, from a defensive perspective. The defense didn't look great. But I think I don't, Dallas's defense impressed me because of what they had been last year. Bad. Well, very when you, bad. When you look at Dallas... Compared to last year, one, it, they're 100% better. You're, you're going to be better once you get that guy back. They didn't have their guy last year in Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's obviously. the type of player where even him on the offensive side of the ball, the way he can control a game makes your defense better. Yeah, well, when you have the offense on the field for the majority of the game that's and gonna, the defense yeah, is well-rested, your defense is going to play better. But even when the defense was out there, because there were points in that game, like, oh, Trish has his phone on. But there are points in that game, I mean, Tom Brady's controlling drives. He's going on these long, methodic drives, you know, five, six, seven minutes. But the defenses, Ben, don't break, you know. Yeah, they may have scored a touchdown there, but they come up the next drive, and, you know, Ronald Jones fumbles. Or they force a Tom Brady interception. Brady threw two picks. Two picks. Granted, one on a Hail Mary. So it's yeah, like, but still, I was surprised. They almost two took picks. the Hail Mary back for a touchdown. 
They ran it out to like as time expired in the second half. They ran it out to he what ran, the thirty. They ran it out to like the other forty. Yeah, the other until finally. I thought he was going to score. Gonna take it back. I was screaming. That would have been awful <laughs> from a Tampa Bay perspective. Not the way you wanted to have. But I was. Did you see? Did you see Brady check that defensive player after one of yeah, those interceptions? Yeah. Gave him a nice little shoulder to the chest. He wanted the smoke. He did. Just, he just he leaned did. into it. Yeah, that was then, great. And then that <laughs> I love seeing that. That Tom lineman kind of took a step back and was like, "Really? Like, really? You're doing this, Tom Brady?" <laughs> I like, like seeing know, that from Tom. Know though. your place. Oh, I do. He's the ultimate competitor. Like, you're good for some of those at a Tom Brady each year. Like, no doubt about it. <laughs> but I, I would like to see less of that. If I'm the Bucks, I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, well, like I don't, I don't want to see my forty-four-year-old quarterback there putting shoulders into linemen. Obviously, but I love to see that out of him because for years now, it's been a question of what his motivation is. And we were talking about this in our uh, "Too Many Men" yeah, group and, chat. And L. Duncan on ESPN and Around the Horn yesterday made a great point on what his motivation would be this season. Because he's done everything except one thing, and that's perfect. Yes, like and that has to be. It almost ended last night, but like that I has 100% to be some hundred percent agree with that. Because I he's he said it in the past. He would trade uh, two of his Super Bowl rings for the perfect season. Yeah, against the Giants yeah. in what was that? 07, 07, 08. Yeah, forty two. I I said it last night. If he wins Super Bowl forty two, he's retired by now. Yeah, he would have retired after last season because then he proved that he could go somewhere else and do it. And then and he's you done basically proved everything. He's and done it all. You have the most rings. You got more than Jordan. You got the most in football as well. You're the best. I think he just you're wants the, the, to you're be the most, most winningest most... player in the modern era of sports. I think he just wants to be the most winningest athlete of all time. Well, I mean, at this point, that's tough. I, that's not gonna happen. Mm. I'm fairly certain. Who, who's the most winning? It's either, He's got like 15, It's right? either Bill Russell or uh, Henri Richard. Because Henri Richard had 11 Stanley Cups. <laughs> it's not fair. Well, there were six teams in the league. I know. He still is. Yeah, but there were six teams in the league. How many other players from that era have 11? Yeah, that's fair. He just got lucky because he stayed on Montreal. Uh, he stayed on Montreal. He stayed on Montreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was there from the 50s like the 70s. The yeah, whole the time. Bill the- Russell's got 11. All right. So he's got to win what, to five get, more? It's going to be tough to catch 11, <laughs> admittedly. I think he'll tell you that. As long as he can keep the well, Tampa I Bay mean, Patriots together. There has to be a point where his play falls off. Has to be. I don't we care. keep saying hey, that. Listen, listen. He can't keep this up when he's like seven years old. <laughs> and that's, that's is that right, is that where we're setting the bar right now? There because there's no possible way. <laughs> like he'd be Terry Bradshaw's age now, and he'd be out there just roasting defense. That's not gonna happen. No. Um, I do think he can play to like 46, 47. I'd love to see him play to. Who's the oldest? Is he? He's the oldest quarterback, he's right? Getting there. I think he's only he's. I think he's the first quarterback over 44 years old to win a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him make 50. I don't think it's going to happen. Ugh. Brady said two years after last Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. And after, what everything, after everything Brady went through this offseason, he had the knee surgery. He could barely walk in, like, March and April, apparently. I mean. And look at him now. Yeah, I know. 
The fact that but he played all of last toll, season. The physical toll. The physical toll. And he played all last season with like a torn MCL meniscus. Yeah, something like whatever that. it was. Just, it was something in his me. leg. Something and he won the Super Bowl. His driving knee. He's just. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. I think it's it's just crazy. Like it's what insane. he's been able to achieve. It's insane. What he's been able to no do. No other way to explain it, but it is insane. I'm happy that we've been alive to see it. Yeah, listen. And like this is generational talent. There's a part of me that wants to see. I, I'm going to root for the Giants, obviously. There's a part of me that wants to see Tampa win again because he would have went back to back in 02, 03, and then back to back in 21, 22. That'd be nuts. Who else does that? <laughs> That'd be nuts. It's like, yeah, Terry Bradshaw went back-to-back twice. He did it within a six-year span. Yeah. Tom Brady's doing this over the course of two teams in 20 years. He also did it on a very, very a good... stacked Pittsburgh very, Steelers very good team. team. Very good team. Hall that, of Famers on both sides yeah, of the ball and everything. That stacked. defense was ridiculous yeah. that he had. Tom Brady has been playing with... In, in New England, for most of his career, they were average players, and he was still winning Super Bowls. Now he's on Tampa. He's got a pretty good team. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's crazy. It. He's always had a roster around him, but we saw it the final years in New England. Yeah, it's a good roster, but it's not a great roster. It was, who does Brady have around him? There's no receiving core. Now there is a receiving core. And, and he's crazy. just insane. <laughs> it's a receiving core. It's got three pro bowlers. If you add Gronk, it's four Pro Bowlers. If you add O.J. Howard, it's potentially five if he's on his game. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. You have so many Hall of Famers on one team. And and in my opinion, Tom Brady has made so many Hall of Famers. And Oh, definitely. Julian Edelman? Is borderline. Not, not a Hall of Famer if he's not with Brady. I think he's Brady. borderline now, but he's in the conversation because of Tom Brady. Yes. But... I'm saying he's not even yeah. oh, no. thought Oh, no, he's not of. even thought. No, 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 no. Like, last year in March, after they did all this, Tampa, I said they're putting together the best one-year team ever. And then they made and it, too. And then they made it, too. Now, with that being said, I am fairly certain. They're not going to be able to get they're three. Not, they're not going to be able to put it together for another year. I yeah. think Chris Godwin, after this season, regardless, Super Bowl, no Super Bowl is as good as gone. I think he's going to chase a bag. He's playing on a franchise tag right now. He doesn't want to do that again. But maybe if Brady took a pay cut, you could keep him around, which is a, and it, it's a hell of a possibility. Respect to Brady. He has always been good for that throughout his career. Yeah. He has always he taken pay cuts. He hasn't to do it. In Tampa yet. No. But he didn't sign a contract that breaks the bank by any means. He's not going out there demanding to be the highest paid quarterback when there is an argument where he could be the highest paid Absolutely. quarterback. Absolutely. He's not doing that. I He's love, past that stage in his career. I don't think he ever really had that stage in his career. And I think that's one of the reasons he's so successful is because he realized you need to take the ego for the money out of the game. You can't be all about you for profit it's insane it has to be about the man went almost 10 years without winning a super bowl yeah he went eight something like that (laughs) it might have been 10 years it might have been 39 to 49 because you got colts uh, you got steelers colts giants steelers saints packers giants again 47 was the broncos 48 was the 
No, 47 wasn't the Broncos. 47 was the Seahawks over the Broncos. Yes. 48 was, was the, the Ravens. Ravens. And then or am the I switching? Ne- or am I... Those the two next year was the Broncos. And then 49 was... It no, was 50 was the Broncos. 49 was Brady. Yeah. So 39 to 49. Yeah. There was no, there was no Patriots. They went to the Super Bowl twice and lost. Yeah. <laughs> and now... Tom Brady is just... It, He's he's proven if you if you as a quarterback can He take, basically took ten years just to be like Philip Rivers or Dan Marino. Said, Watch, I can do all this. I can go. Yeah. I don't have to win. And then said, I'm back to winning. <laughs> like, who does that? Well, I love how he did three and then took a break and then did three. And there was an argument to be made right after they lost Super Bowl forty six. For him to retire. And <laughs> Super and Super Bowl forty seven they didn't win, forty eight they didn't win. It's like okay. Maybe Tom Brady's reign in the National Football League is over. There was an argument to be made. Nope. He hadn't won a Super Bowl <laughs> in so long. He was six years removed from that undefeated season. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking he finally is going away, only with three Super Bowls, and he's won four since. Four since. <laughs> like, and it's like, what is that? He's still on track to win another one. Go so the far, playoffs, definitely. I mean. There's no way that team's like not making the playoffs. Well, we'll have to see what happens. There's no way that team is not making the playoffs. They Unless could throw Blaine Gabbard in there. I'm fairly certain that team still makes the you playoffs. You think so? Yeah. Okay. It's a very deep roster. I understand, but you have to remember, most of the, that no, roster no, no, no. was still there when Jameis but was I there. But I take that and I say, just look at look at the competition in the division. Are you really trust in Sam Darnold? Are you really trust in Matt Ryan? Are you really trust in laser eye boy Jameis Winston and his new eyes? I want to see. I want to see. I'm curious. He plays the Packers this weekend. I'm very curious to see how that goes. I, I think they lose just because they're playing the Packers. I kind of sincerely hope Jameis wins. Same. I'm oh, pretty I, sure I took I the Packers really hope so. last episode. But I would love to see Jameis be good. Yeah, I would love to see Jameis win. Because <laughs> he was great in college. He was fun to watch. Take out the interceptions. He was great in the NFL. It's just the interceptions That's true. killed him. If if, if you take if out he wasn't the a thirty and thirty quarterback, exactly. he would be a Hall of Fame. Take quarterback. out the turnovers. He's having a Hall of Fame pace in his career, which is crazy. <laughs> nobody's putting up numbers like that. Granted, nobody's throwing thirty interceptions, <laughs> which just means you're forcing the ball every single play, and sometimes it's working, but most times it's not. Yeah. You also looked at his dropped interceptions from that last year in Tampa. Like he could have thrown upwards of 42, 40. 43 interceptions over the course of 16 games, which is crazy. Yeah. What did he get? Seven wins before Brady came in and then? Seven or six. Won the fucking Super Bowl? Seven or six. <laughs> I think it was seven. Uh, what was his last year there? It was the year before Brady came in. So, 2019? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. He got a hell of a resume. Granted. Most of it college. He's a pro bowler. I didn't know he went to the pro bowl. He led the league in passing yards that year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He just <laughs> kept throwing interceptions, <laughs> and it was sinking the games. All right, 16 games. 16 games started. Uh, completion percentage is 60%. Okay. Last year in 10, threw for 5,100 yards. That's ridiculous. 33 touchdowns and 30 picks. <laughs> so 33 and 30. That's, like that is, come on, dude. There we go. And standings. Where are they? The Buccaneers went seven and nine. Yes, yeah, so seven wins. Seven wins. Third in the And division. then the next season they came in and won the fucking Super Bowl. Because they had Tom Brady. It's literally As a just, wild card. It was card. literally just, we need a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. Can we also... Like, if Jameis Winston would have cut those interceptions in half, that Bucks team would have been a, uh, a playoff team. Absolutely. Easy. Absolutely. Just don't throw as many picks. 
He couldn't do it. Just couldn't. Couldn't see. Now, now he can see. Now he can see. We should be scared. Well, the world should be scared. Let's see. I would love to see him tear up. Same. I want to see him throw for like 17-game season. If he does that again, he can throw 5,400 yards. Because, I mean, realistically, how good is the Packers' defense anymore? Mm. They're not great. Not great. I mean... And the Saints' offense is still... They're a good defense. It's just when they need to stop, they can't get it. They're still... The Saints' offense is still pretty powerful. I mean, if you can do that more vertical now with Jameis Winston... Than they were last year with Drew Brees. I'm saying Drew Brees if you can do the with, ball more yeah. than 15, 20 yards. If you can do what they did with Drew Brees last year at 42. But you can make the argument that's why they were so successful because they were built for the short game. You dump out the ball to Alvin Kamara. You throw the slant route to Michael Thomas. Now with Jameis Winston, you might feel a little bit more pressure to push the ball down the field. Jameis is going to push the ball down the field regardless. There's I no other way. I think that's just what he wants. Yeah, but... If you're built for the short yardage game and all of a sudden you're trying to make it more vertical, you might not succeed. We'll see. I, the play calling has to... It's the play J- calling James that's going to have to match James. can't just force Jameis. the ball. I mean, yeah. he just can't. I, he can. Him and Ryan Fitzpatrick are the same damn quarterback. Fitzpatrick is a little worse, in my opinion. He didn't throw 30 interceptions in a season. No, but he's also didn't throw 33 but, touchdowns in a that's season. That's true. Well, what is Fitzpatrick's career high in a season? I don't think it's 33. But, like, even, it, even, I think even, his career even, high was that Jets season before he held out. Can you name another quarterback like those two where every single pass is all or nothing? It's either big chunky yards or turnover. There is no in-between. There's no in-between for those two quarterbacks. I can't think of another one. I'm going to hit you with a younger Eli Manning. Eli wasn't throwing interceptions on balls forced down the field. He wasn't Eli throwing, was throwing that many interceptions. Bad balls. He wasn't throwing that many interceptions that way, but even just going back to those Super Bowls, Most that's what he did. Most touchdowns in a year for Ryan Fitzpatrick is 31. Okay. That's wow, that's more than I thought. What he team? Had, with the Jets. Yeah, that was that Jets season. <laughs> yeah. They missed the playoffs <laughs> on the last day of the season. Yeah, he did. But he had he had 13 last year. He had 20 the year before that. He's not he's not he's as not, bad as everybody he's says. Not good. There's a reason he's still floating around Granted, the league. I mean, the the benchmark now is you don't want more than you don't want double digit interceptions. No. But you look at the last couple of years for Jameis, he had eight last year. 13, 12, 3 in those like 5 games he played with Tampa. 17, 15, 8, 12, 16. In 2011 with Buffalo, he had 24 touchdowns and 23 picks. Yeah, That's, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that, that checks out. Rookie season, 777 yards, 4 touchdowns, 8 picks. Hey, listen, he was legitimate. All right. <laughs> he he has been legitimate his whole career. I love him. I love his beard. If he ever shaves it, I'll be depressed. <laughs> but I, God bless him. I, I love that the fact that, one, he held out against the Jets and then made them pay him a whole shit ton of money and then did nothing that season. Oh, yeah, that year where he held out for just a little bit more money on a one-year contract with an option for the next year. And then did nothing. And then the team... Either he opted out or the team opted out after that. I'm pretty sure it was the team. Yeah, because he wasn't was not good. good. It wasn't good at all. He was not good that season. No, <laughs> what? I think I think the they Jets, only had like five yeah, or six I mean, wins that season. After that, yeah, if that, if that, I mean, it it was ba- it was a bad year. Well, they weren't a top, like they weren't a 
a top five pick, I don't think. No, but like I'm pretty were they in the top ten that year? Twenty sixteen that would be? Yeah. Is that the year they traded up to get Darnold? Yes. I think they had like they had oh, like eight man. or nine and they traded up to three to get Darnold? Or two? Yeah, three. three. The Giants were the Giants were two and they took Saquon. Right, right, right. Yep. And then yeah, all so they traded they up to five three. Oh, they went five and eleven that year. Okay. Yeah, after almost making the playoffs. Yeah, going ten and six and missing. Which is not what you want. Tom Brady. Yeah, the, the team failed to improve on his twenty fifteen record of ten and six. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so that's the twenty sixteen season. So it's the seventeen NFL draft. Or yep. Was it the sixteen draft? Um. Okay, no, it was the next. Okay, yeah, that it was the twenty seventeen draft, and they traded up to draft Sam Darnold. Who'd they trade with? Was it Cleveland? Um, yeah, because the Giants. No, okay, no, that's not that year. That's not that year. The Jets took Jamal Adams. Oh. Oh man, so they didn't even really really get anything out of that. Jamal was a first round pick, right? Sixth overall. Sixth. Okay, so they they were they were top ten, but they weren't top five. The next year it leads them to Sam Darnold at three because the Giants took Saquon at two. Passed on Josh Allen. Probably not the best choice looking back on it. And they got that from Indianapolis. So, yeah, Indianapolis wasn't looking for a quarterback. that Andrew Luck at the time. Yep. So they trade the pick. All right, we have our Sunday spreads to get to. Ooh, I'm excited. Trish, I'm going to ask you to pull up your DraftKings app. I'm getting it out right now. Because I, uh, I have some that I really like this weekend. I've already bet it. Granted, I bet a lot of these straight because I got a lot of plus money. I think I have all plus money. I... Do have all actually no? I'll, I'll throw one minus money in there. So all these spread, most of these spreads come out at one ten. You're usually looking at uh, getting around five and a half to six and a half units on your parlay if you parlay them. I'll give you what the people who aren't here have. That being Eric, Tom, John, and Zach. Tom has the Panthers minus four against the Jets, the Seahawks minus two and a half against the Colts, and the Vikings minus three against the Bengals. Zach has the Chargers plus a point and a half against Washington, the Bills minus six and a half against the Steelers, and the Bengals plus three and a half against Minnesota. Eric has the Panthers minus four against the Jets, the Chargers plus a point and a half against Washington, and the Titans minus three against... Who are the Titans playing? It's the only one I didn't know off the top of my head. Titans minus three against Arizona. And John has the Niners minus eight against the Lions. That is the biggest spread on Sunday. Eight and a half now it is. Eight and a half. Yeah. Against Detroit. That's the biggest spread of the weekend. Then has the Titans minus three against Arizona. And the Jags minus three against Houston. I am going to go with... Uh, I got the Chargers plus a point and a half. I think they win that game outright. I had the Texans plus three against Jacksonville. I also believe they win that game outright. And I think the Bills blow out the Steelers. I got a minus six and a half. Also, shout out to TJ Watt. Uh, Four-year, $112 million contract extension signed with Pittsburgh. Keeps him there for quite a while. I was only hoping that J.J. Watt would have joined him there last offseason. Instead, he went to Arizona. Yeah. So, yeah, Chargers plus a point and a half. Uh, Texans plus three and the Bills minus six and a half giving you plus six eleven odds if you par lamb uh, that's where my money is this weekend when it comes to spreads Trish what do you got for Sunday 
I do like the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half. Uh, I think the Bills are just the more dominant team. Yeah. And they have the younger quarterback. They have a quarterback that can can actually throw the deep ball still. It's uh, almost a direct shot at Ben Roethlisberger, what you just said. I understand. Listen. Speaking of quarterbacks who can't throw the ball far, did you see Drew Brees' hair last night? Oh, no. What happened? It got back. Yeah? It's back. Hey. His hairline, comeback of the That's all you the need. Air. All you need is to retire from the NFL. Baldness had a 28-3 lead over Drew Brees. He came back. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, good, good for him. Yeah. Listen, he knows he's going to be on TV NBC, more now. NBC will do that. And so what he's doing is he's getting the hair plugs now. Yeah. Because he's not wearing a helmet all the time. So he figured before, ah, I'll yeah, just let it go. Right. Can you show me a picture yeah, yeah, while, while, while I'm looking at the, these lines here? I do like uh, the Bengals plus three against the Vikings. That's an interesting game. I think the Bengals do possess the ability to win that game outright. It I do just too. comes to whether or not... Minnesota can develop a pass rush because we know Cincinnati has zero offensive line. Yeah. It's just can they get to the quarterback Minnesota? It's not their strongest suit. If they can get there, they should win. If not, Joe Burrow can throw that ball all around the field. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to see what Joe Burrow is going to do this year when he finally has a chance to not break his knee. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll see. He was doing, in my opinion, very well last year. Before he broke his name. There's Drew Brees. Yeah, look yeah, at that. Yeah. He's got hair again. <laughs> NBC, man. Good for you. <laughs> Work wonders. Good What's for your last you, Drew. Here? My last spread is going to be the New York Giants plus three. Because I think that that is absolutely ridiculous. That, that was going to be my last spread. That they are a dog. Undervalued at home. That is ridiculous. Undervalued at home. That place is going to be jumping. Yeah, they are. At... Saquon coming back, so there's going to be more emotion in the air. And it's the Broncos. What have they added? What have they added? They added a quarterback who has been passed around from team to team because he's really not that good. I was was going to throw that in, but I wanted to throw a favorite in there. But I look at the Packers minus three and a half, and I just see that game as somebody's going to win by a touchdown because neither of those teams are going to kick any field goals. Yeah. It's just going to be touchdowns back and forth. I think Packers minus three and a half is the play on that, but I'm not that confident. Real quick here before we go, I want to talk a little college football. Big 12 news today. Uh, The Big 12 voted to accept BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF to the conference. Almost a direct move to losing, potentially losing Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC here in the next couple of years. And... UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, those teams in recent years, you look at them and go, they have such a great record, but they don't play anybody. Now, moving to the Big 12, you're going to play teams, but I have no faith in BYU walking out there against like Oklahoma State and beating them. Same with UCF or Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the best of the three, and I really don't have that much faith in that. College football to me has always been really weird with the way they do games because you. I have no have respect in it unless Notre Dame has to join a conference. That yeah, like Notre Dame, you even have like Alabama who will play these nobody teams. They're playing Mercer. Yeah, like this weekend. There's no point in that. You're playing no one, and yeah, your record's going to improve because you're going to beat them by ninety. But you're not playing a challenging team. Like, no. If you want to prove that you're the best in the state, play teams that are as good as you yeah, are. Pl- I mean, play Clemson more. Play. Look at the way, I mean, schedules are made so far in advance. So you never really know who's going to be good, but you can get an inkling of who's going to be decent. 
You look last year, BYU was good, Coastal Carolina was good. They threw it together midseason and said, let's play each other. It can happen if both teams have an opening. Just no team ever wants to do that because nobody, everybody's avoiding everybody. Everybody's avoiding everybody until it gets to where it matters. Whether you look at a conference championship on the line, playoff spot on the line. I, I also don't like the way the college playoffs are done right now. It's got to be more teams. It's got to be more teams. Now, you can't do a March Madness type for football. Because it's too many, it's too many. Guys. I would love. You, know, you don't want it spread. You over. have no idea how much I would love that. Was that eight weeks? That would be spread. It over? would be a very long time. He's <laughs> yeah. got 64, 32, 16, 8, 4. It's only six weeks. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of football. It's <laughs> a lot of football. But imagine, imagine Super Bowl weekend. You got a game Saturday and a game Sunday. Oh man, that you would got be so like cool. the college football. Championship because they don't want to have it the championship after the Super Bowl. So you got the college football championship Saturday, Super Bowl Sunday. That's a hell of a, oh my god, it's an expensive weekend. <laughs> that's a really I'm betting both of those games heavy. Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds just of dollars. Bonta Smith last games. year in that championship game won me money because I had him I think two plus touchdowns. Yeah. I'd just do the same thing. I'd pick their best wide receiver and just Bama. Yeah, I don't know. If you opened it up like that, I don't know if Bamba would be in the championship. Well, I mean, if you open it up like that, let's just let's not say sixty-four. What is it? UCF? Is that the team that just gets snubbed every single <laughs> yeah, year? Yeah, they're always undefeated. They're, they're so good. But like, let's take like, I mean, if it was sixty-four teams, you would have Bama playing like a Nebraska the first week, and they would beat the hell out of Nebraska. Yes. They'd beat but, the hell out of Nebraska, but you get later on sixteen. I mean, what you got? Bama against uh, North Carolina, WVU, Virginia Tech, a team like that. Granted, a team that they play like 19 times out of 20, Bama's going to whoop them. But it might be that one time. It's that, that any don't. given Sunday mentality. Exactly. Where you never know what's you know, going to happen. If they expand the first time Bama loses, Nick Saban's going to throw a fit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's. Dude, do better. I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you're the best team in the country, then be the best team in the country. There's no, there shouldn't be a uh, caveat where you're saying, oh, you know, we're the best team in the country when there's only eight teams in the playoffs. Yeah, no, (laughs) you definitely need, right now it's four, and that's way too little. Yeah. I mean, I can see throwing two more. You want to give one into a bye, make three play six, four play five. I'm even a fan of that. I don't care. I don't know. I think it should definitely be more than four. Yeah, That's not it. fair. How do you pick the top four teams in the country when all the teams yeah, don't even I, play each other? No, it doesn't make any sense. You gotta you gotta throw more teams in there. I feel like I feel like we're gonna get to a point where it is You gotta at least have your top one. ten, top twelve teams are in. I, I would, feel like that's where we're gonna get to. It's got how many how many conferences are there in college football? Lot. How many? Well, there's the power five. Okay. That's SEC, Big Ten, ACC, Big Ten. 12 and the Pac 12. Okay. But then you got like the Mountain West, the Big Sky, the Sun Belt, stuff like that. All right. So here's my opinion. Okay. Let me know what you think of this. All right. You have it set up. You want the top team from each conference? Yes. So I'm a fan of that. The way it would work. Listen, you could have like a six and four Miami at that point. The The way it would work in my world is you would have a bowl game, right? Where you have the two top teams of that conference play each other, though the winner well, like of an, that like game, like an ACC championship, yeah, yeah, they do that already. 
Well, it's every single conference would do this. Every single conference basically does do it, and they do do it based off a record. They don't do it based off of, like, AP ranking. Yeah. No, but those teams don't always make the playoffs. In my no. world, whatever team wins, wins does make now it. you're in the playoffs. You're ranked based on whatever your record is compared to everybody else's. So, so if, you want that's that is exactly what college basketball does. If you win your conference, and there's way more in college basketball, if you win your conference, you've punched your ticket to the quarter right, to the yes. tournament. So that's everybody what I want. else is an at large. All right. See, I don't even want. I just want whoever just want wins the no, conference. You want no at large teams. No, I just want conference winners, and then I want them to play each other, and then we'll let it go from Where there. Where do you break it down with the FCS? Still Division One teams, but they're like Division One B. <sighs> if they win their thing, do you want them in too? Like North Dakota State, who just keeps winning FCS titles <laughs> left and right because they're the best team in the FCS? All right, here, here's what we'll do for them. We'll have their best two play each other, and then they can get in on like a one little thing. What do you do with independents? Independents aren't qualified. So no Army, no Notre Dame. No. Army and Notre Dame would have to join a conference if they wanted to make the Here playoffs. Here, oh, there's way more college football divisions than I thought. All right, so in your FBS, these are your big ones. You got American, ACC, Big 12, Big 10, Conference USA. You got the FBS Independents, the Mid-American, that's the MAC, that's MACTION. The Mountain Action, West, Pac-12, SEC, and Sun Belt. So it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Okay. And then if you go to the FCS, that's where you have more of a college basketball-like feel. You got the Big Sky, the Big South, the CAA, the FCS Independence, the Great West Ivy League, the MEAC, Missouri Valley, the Northeast, Ohio Valley, the Patriot League, the Pioneer League, the Southern Conference, Southland Conference and the and the SWAC SWAC. Yeah, so none of those would ever make it into you're the playoffs. Out your Boston, so you're taking out your Harvards and everything. Like yeah, that. no. Harvard, they, Yale. They, they don't. They don't get the playoffs anyway. Well, Harvard has a national championship. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's just facts. Yep. They do. When there were like three teams. So, let's go. It was Rutgers and <laughs> Princeton. And that was it. <laughs> Rutgers, Princeton, and Harvard. <laughs> And Harvard had a better record than the so other two So are you putting teams. independents in? Because they have their own little ranking here. It, uh, you know what? making them join a league? It, you know what? If you made them join a league, that would make 10 conferences. It would fit so nice. Yeah. No, make them join a fucking league. Because if you want to be in the playoffs, you'd have to be in some kind of conference in order to win the conference and make the playoffs. Otherwise... You're just a football team so that plays So, Harvard nobody. last won a national championship in 1920. Really? Oh, there they were went, more teams they went than I thought. 8 one They beat Boston College. Uh, oh, no, th- this was in the division. Boston College, Princeton, Penn State, Pittsburgh, Army, Dartmouth, Cornell, Syracuse, Geneva, uh, New Hampshire, Brown, Bucknell, Washington, Jefferson, Penn, Carnegie Tech, Lafayette, Holy Cross, Yale. This is a big conference. Yale, Fordham, Franklin, and Marshall. Oh, my God. Columbia, Vermont, NYU, Rhode Island State, Tufts, Rutgers. Rutgers even then, 2-7. and seven. Colgate, Villanova, <laughs> and Drexel. Oh, man. They invented the fucking sport, and they have never they been good at it. They won every game. This is an impressive season. They're, they're, 
They were a co-champion. They were deemed two teams champion. Harvard only allowed 28 points oh. in the season. You take out two of their games, and they allowed no points. So they, they allowed beat, 14 points. In- they beat center, the center-praying Colonials. Yeah. They beat them 31-14, and they tied Princeton 14-14. Every other game, they shut out the other team. Hey, <laughs> They beat Maine 41 nothing. Good for them that year, yeah, but I'm saying if you <laughs> if you want to play in the college playoffs, you have to be a part of so you want, one of the conferences. So the Ivy League's out. Ivy League's out. Well, if you want to make an Ivy League conference, you can, but, but you're it not going to be FBS. It yeah. has to be the next level up. Can't you're, be FCS anymore. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not going to be good, but you could be you, there. You could be. There. You got You got your seat at the table. You won your championship. Yeah. Four. Eight Harvard, congratulations! <laughs> like that's what cool. I want, though. Cool, four and eight Harvard. You're playing thirteen and zero Alabama. That's, that's fun. fine. That's fine. At least then you're gonna have to go through a good amount of teams to win. You go through champ the championship. Yes, you have to go through other teams that are good. In my opinion, that's the way it should be. I think that would be better that's than what they have now. Last bit of news here before we go: the New York Islanders are the most secluded team in the National Hockey League. They have not announced that Zach Parisi has signed with the team. He signed with them? But, just out of the blue, we have a press conference with Zach Parisi. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> they haven't announced contract or contract details yet. Just, yeah, there's a press conference with them. In that press conference, said, yeah, I signed here. <laughs> didn't say for how long, didn't say for how much. Did he sa- actually sign that? Yeah. Well, He's there. In the salary cap era in 2021, it's amazing that nobody could find out how long this man is signed for <laughs> and how much this man is signed for. They have to report that to the NHL. They don't they? have to yet. When games start getting played, that's when they have to. Mm. They can keep it a secret for as long as they want. Like They had Paul Mary, Sezikis, all of them signed for two months. They just never reported it to the league oh. until, okay, it's time. And everything went in at once. They went from like $19 million in gas space to two. In a span of 10 minutes. Because they finally reported everything. That happens. Just insane. Listen, Lou Lamorello is treating it yeah, like it's 1985. Lou, <laughs> Lou, Lou is very old school. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't at all. The devil's made a big mistake firing him. Listen, happens. <laughs> happens. So that's going to wrap this episode. We will see you next Tuesday. Another episode of Too Many Men. We're going to be breaking down week one of the National Football League season. Oh, yeah. Making picks for week two. Uh, we hope you have a great weekend of betting. We hope some of our spreads here hit. Actually, we hope all of our spreads hit. Granted, I parlayed my not spreads. Not possible. I parlayed mine. I parlay mine every week. There's enough juice there that I like it, and I parlay it. Six units? Give it to me. Six unit profit? I want that every day of the week. <laughs> but every episode of the 20 Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you missed our week one picks, it is on Tuesday's episode. That's the last episode we put out. But we will see you Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men. Enjoy the first weekend here of fall football. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Bye, everybody.